0: In Flanders' fields the poppies blow, Between the crosses, row on row, That mark our place, and in the sky, The larks still bravely singing fly, Scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead, short days ago, We lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, Loved and were loved, and now we lie, In Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe, To you from failing hands we throw, The torch be yours to hold it high, If ye break faith with us who die, We shall not sleep, Though poppies grow in Flanders fields. Welcome to Quicklink Podcast for Sunday, the twenty eighth of March. Slightly delayed, I do apologise. Four races on the calendar today: with La Coupe de France beginning in Cholet. Volta Ciclista a Catalunya coming to a climax in Barcelona, but we'll begin in Flanders fields for the women's and men's editions of the World Tour race, Gent-Wevelgem. Mariana Voss took the maiden win for new women's world tour team Jumbo-Visma at gent welvergum opening up her sprint before anyone else to take her first victory since three stages at last September's Giro d'Italia. The opening 100k of the 141.7km race from Ypres to Welvergum was fast but subdued, and it all burst into life when Anna Henderson of Jumbo-Visma powered away with just over 30k to go, with riders behind in a 30-strong group scrambling to bridge across. Soon that lead group was nine strong before Soraya Paladin of Liv Racing and World Tour leader Elisa Longo Borghini from Trek Segafredo went away together after the final tackling of the Camelberg. The two Italians escaped away to 40 seconds up the road, but the concentrated effort of the bunch behind them caught them on a finish straight just 300 metres from the line, which is when Mariana Voss launched her winning effort towards it. Second Lotto Capecchi of Liv Racing, who was second last year, and two third places in a row for Lisa Brenauer of Serratisit WNT. Elisa Balsamo fourth, Marta Bastinelli fifth. Best of the Brits were Lizzie Dynan and Hannah Barnes in 17th and 18th respectively. Voss now leads the Women's World Tour standings on 840 points. Longue Borghini is second on 728, and third is Gopecki on 564. of Landren is next up on Wednesday, but the next Women's World Tour event is on Sunday with the Tour of Flanders. And to the men's race, like the women's, starting in Ypres and working its way to Wervelgem, 250km on the cards for the chaps, including those iconic climbs of the Kemmelberg, Monteberg, Bannerberg, Scherpenberg, and the Vladenberg. Like the women's race, a late rerouting was necessary after a building fire in the run in. No borer or trek on the start line, as we reported yesterday after COVID cases in both teams. Crosswinds blew the race into splits after echelons were formed with 75k on the markers. 21 riders in the first of the groups, chasing four riders who'd made up the day's early break. 25k later, the groups had merged, and the names in the front of the race included Wout Van Aert, Matteo Trentin, Giacomo Nizzolo, Michael Matthews, Sonny Corelli, Stefan Kuhn, Timothy DuPont, and Sam Bennett as the sole representative from De Koernik Quickstep. Alpers and Fenix missed the split completely, as did Kofidis. By the 50k to go point, Nathan Van Hooydonk had been pulling strongly up and over the Kemmelberg for his jumbo Visma team leader Van Aert and the group at the front had been whittled down to just nine men, the Jumbo-Visma pair with Nitzolo, Trentin, Corbrelli, Danny Van Poppel, Koenig, Matthews and Bennett, who was eventually distanced after he looked visibly uncomfortable and struggling to keep his food down. Van Poppel was next to fall back, leaving a front group of seven that would take it to the line. Koenig attacked at 2k but had his move shut down, Van Hoydonk continued to be the perfect card for Jumbo-Visma to play, as he led the group under the Flamme Rouge, with Van Aert sat on his wheel, and the result looked surprisingly predictable. Gunnick started the sprint, but Van Aert had the gas to power past and take the win. His third of the year after two stages at tirreno adriatico and make it a double day for Team Jumbo-Visma. Nizzolo and Trentin joined him on the podium, with a third Italian rider, Soddy Colbrelli taking fourth. Matthew's fifth 6th van Hoedock 7th. Dylan van Baal took 8th ahead of Anthony Turgis from Tutel Direct Energy with the pair almost a minute down and then Gianni Vermisch led the next group over the line to snatch 10th. From Western Flanders to Western France more specifically to the Loire Valley and the 43rd edition of the 0.1 ranked Cholet Pays de Loire 2018 kilometres of racing on the outskirt of Nantes the opening round of the top tier Coupe de France. Four World Tour teams on the start line, AG2R, Cofidis, FDJ and Intermarche. Eleven from the Pro Conti levels such as Total Direct Energy, b Hotels and Rally Cycling from the States. And six Continental teams including Swiss Racing Academy, DSM's Development Squad and Canyon DHB Sun God from my part of the world. Four Brits other than the chaps on the Canyon Squad, Lewis Askey and Jake Stewart with FDJ. Stuart Balfour with the Swiss Racing Academy, and Oscar Onley for Team DSM. The day's early break included Balfour and teammate Janis Voisgaard, Nicolas Proton from AG2R, Alexis Brunel from FDJ, and Clermont Carisse from Delco. The gap waxed and waned, but they were let go for most of the day, with the catch only coming in the final 30 after Brunel had made a solo attack of his own. A group of four, including Brunel, tried to get away again inside the final 10, but at the bell lap with a final 8.8km on the cards, the gap was just 6 seconds. Benoit Cosnefre, former under-23 world champion from AG2R, took two riders with him when it came back together, but not committing between them, they were swept up by the Cofidis lead-out train working for Elia Viviani on the finishing straight in Cholet. Viviani would take the win ahead of John Abasturi of Caja Rural, with Pierre Barbier of Delco third. But a few wheels back is where the day's big talking point happened. Nasser Buhani disqualified for a push and a nudge on Jake Stewart in towards the barriers, and the young Brit miraculously stayed upright. A heated exchange after, and Stewart took to Twitter to vent his frustration at what was quite simply a dick move from the feisty Frenchman. The UCI Disciplinary Commission are set to review the incident and impose sanction. Another young Brit, Matty Bostock from Canyon, was 8th over the line, upgraded to 7th after Buhani's disqualification. After the race, I gave Oscar Onley, racing today for Development Team DSM, a quick call to ask how he got on, having now had two tastes of professional action following this race and GP Air three weeks ago.
1: Hi, I'm Oscar Onley, riding for Development DSM. Uh, It was a bit of a disappointing race for me. Uh, personally i think i've still got a lot to learn uh with positioning and riding in these bigger races Uh, but uh, overall the team did really well and they were up near the front the whole day and controlled it pretty well but we're unlucky uh towards the end in the local laps with uh some mechanicals and a few crashes but uh yeah i think overall we can be the team can be happy with how they rode uh, for me, I'm looking forward to next opportunities next weekend, so hopefully it should be good.
0: There's still one race left to talk about, the seventh and final stage of the World Tour Volta a Ciclista Catalunya. It was going to be a day for the break, with GC sewn up by Adam Yates, Richie Port and Geraint Thomas for an Ineos Grandiers 1-2-3. And when you think of breakaways, you can only think of one man, Thomas de Ghent. He was in a group of 30 or so riders that escaped two and a half minutes up the road, containing De Gendt of Lotto Soudal and Matej Mohoric from Bahrain. This happened shortly after Wilco Kelderman, just one minute down on GC, had a move shut down by Ineos. De Ghent and Mohoric exploded out of the front of the group, and with the large chase unable to organise the defence, the pair were clear to go away, never to be seen again over the final 20 kilometres. Side by side up the climb on the sixth and final lap around Barcelona, Eventually, one of them would go away from the other, but who? De Ghent answered that question, and he put 22 seconds into Mohoric to take his first win since the 2019 tour in Saint-Étienne. Attila Valter attacked out of the chase group for third, before his FDJ teammate Sebastian Reichenbach led home the rest, with Alejandro Valverde fifth. 1-2-3 on GC for Ineos with Adam Yates taking his 4th GC and 1st since the 2020 UAE Tour. Richie Porte and Geraint Thomas joined him for that Ineos podium lockout, at 45 and 49 seconds back respectively. Valverde and Kildemann stay 4th and 5th. Esteban Chérez, 6th, and he wins the Points and Mountains classifications. 7th, Jao Almeida, the best young rider. 8th, Hugh Carthy. Ninth, Simon Yates. And 10th, Lucas Hamilton. The Only change from the start of day in that top 10 was Sepkus slipping out to 12th. Now, time for another Rainer roundup. 40th for Morgan Baum at Anamase Balagard today, won by Kevin Besson of Ocitane Ciclisme. He was joined by Ollie Knight, 56th in that first big group of riders coming home at about 1 minute 30 down, and Alex Dent was safely home in 66th at 6 minutes or so. George Baisley and James Tillett were third with their VS Valete squad in a 45km team time trial at Polanda de Mer, taking the best DN2 ranked squad prize. And Toby Perry's good form continues. After starting the season with a second and a first, today he finished fifth in Gola. He's technically leading the Basque series, but because his team, La Trova and Moudivar, are from the Aragon region, he apparently doesn't count. Sadly, Matt Warhurst's race at GP Varennes-Vazules was cancelled two hours before the start, with organisers unable to convince authorities to let it go ahead amidst Covid peaks in the area. Charlie Page gave it a good hit-out to the opening round of the DN1 Coupe de France yesterday, finishing 26th overall and the 8th best under-23 rider. Here he is, dropping me a line earlier this evening. So yeah, a mega day out for me yesterday at the first round
1: of the DN1 uh, Coupe de France, which is a four-race series in France uh, just for the DN1 team, so it's pretty much the biggest Uh, race amateurs can do uh, in France so I was super happy to place uh, 26th overall on the day and then 8th in the under 23s but it was a really hard course uh, 180k on the cards with six cols to tackle Uh, four times up one 10k col and then another sort of 4k col but the race by the end it was absolutely blitzed uh, but yeah it's a real confidence boost for me as last year I spent my whole time in the DN1 Coupe de France getting my head kicked in but I'm really looking forward to this year and a lot of consistent results and I think that if I can continue the consistency with the 20s get some more top 20s in the bag and hopefully get a few top 10s and maybe even a W in a big race this year but yeah stay tuned see you next time
0: that was Charlie Page. You can find him on Twitter at CharliePage01 and Oscar Early is on Twitter at Oscar OscarOnly. O S C A R O N L E Y. There we go, that's all the racing news for the day. Time to take a final look at the Velo Games Volta a Catalunya Top 3. Congratulations to Basil Brush and the Dunlop Dynamos team, winning by 364 points from Pob's team, Carthy's Conquistadors. Third is Max's cycling thoughts. Best of the show crew was Matt Gilmore. Hopefully you'll hear him on tomorrow's waffle if he stopped pretending to study. He was eighth in our mini league. Basil, please make yourself known on Twitter as we do have a prize for you. After Gent Wevelgem, Patrick Blake from the Aldoo Podcast continues to lead the Super Classico season long league, while John O'Bevan leads the Spring Classics squad game. Unfortunately, I've slipped from second to fourth. Right, I've got some guttering to repair. That's not a euphemism. We'll see you all tomorrow for the weekly waffle. I'd imagine the excitable chaps will mention Formula One within about the first 14 nanoseconds. Until then, we'll see you later. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Quicklink Podcast. You can find links to our previous episodes, our social media and streaming platforms, and contact the team by visiting quicklinkpod.co.uk. Our Velo Games code is 572732917. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily microdose of pro cycling news.